Screw Joe Biden. <laughs>two serious conversations it's your boy ricky sater also known as ricky the sub scott and i'm here with my brother from another mother the one the only michael will what is up y'all man i love your intros no wonder you do so good in wrestling what can i say <laughs> i was born with the gift of gap you know what i mean yeah i love it but anyways you had something you want to talk about one specific one yeah overall you want one to talk specific about one after i take my sip of this water we don't have our tumblers today oh yeah well you know what i mean we're recording like Hours later than we normally do. Usually yeah. when I see you and we record, it's first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we need all the caffeine we can get. So yeah, no leftist tears. But uh, what I wanted to talk about today is... While you're talking, I'll be back. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to keep this going while Michael walks away. Real quick. Oh, he's only walking about seven feet away. So um, what I wanted to talk about today is something that a lot of people say that is causing division but I like to just consider it Ricky keeping it real one of the big lies that is going around during this COVID era that we're going through is everybody saying that we are in this together and I'm going to be real that is a load of bullshit we are not all in this together we're not and I'm going to explain why If you are somebody who's believing all the hype about what's going on, if you are someone that is staying at home and actually believes that we should all stay at home, you honestly think that our government is going to save you financially, I'm going to be honest, you're not in the same boat I am, and I will never say that me and you are in this together, because we're not. You are of a different mind frame. I mean, am I wrong, Michael? No, you're completely right. Yeah. People like you and me who got to hustle for every dollar, mm-hmm. who don't have that luxury of working from home, you know, we got to go out and get what, get what we're having to get, if that makes sense, what I'm saying. Yeah. People like you and me, we are in this together because we have to go work. Mm-hmm. Even though everything is shut down, we have to figure out ways to make money so we can still pay our bills, even if where we're living, rent's being deferred. It doesn't matter. If we want to eat, we have to go work. Mm-hmm. We are in this together. And I think people are taking this time, too. Where, like you were saying, the people who are able to work from home, you know what? I'm okay if you're a little precautious or and, and precautious, cautious, whatever the word is, and, and you want to stay home and be like, hey, just to be safe, you never know. This could be another black plague. Sure, I understand if you want to stay at home with your family. Mm-hmm. That's great. And also you get time to spend with your family. But for those who are staying home and doing the whole we're going to live off what the government gives us, and we're going to follow these rules down to a T and think that the government's not trying to do something. And act like they're morally superior to us because yeah. they're staying at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y- y'all not in the same boat. You're not. No, exactly. And you know what? I'm, I'm one of those people that's... I'm opposed to wearing masks out in public. I'm opposed to wearing them... I don't see the point. No. They're masks, masks, the masks that most people are wearing and the ones that we use in the hospitals are not to keep you from getting getting sick. It's from keeping you from spreading germs. So unless you are physically sick yourself, unless you're wearing an N95 mask or a mask that is actually has a filter in it that is gonna like actually change the air that's coming through, all you're doing is keeping germs inside your mask. That's it. And to be honest, they're gonna get out of your mask anyway. Yeah. If you're most talking, of them are loose. you're breathing, 
those germs are going to go out in the air. And even if I walk by somebody with COVID-19, guess what? My largest organ is skin. So the virus is going to get inside me, whether I'm wearing a mask, you're wearing a mask, or some Joe Blow, Jane Doe in the street has a mask. It does not matter. Your pores open. A virus will get through your pores and be inside your body regardless. So, yeah, the whole mask thing is bullshit. But, yeah, I definitely wanted to talk about that. Definitely, because I got into an argument with somebody who's staying at home, Mm -hmm. you know, waiting on their check. They have yet to understand why they haven't gotten their check yet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, is playing the whole I'm holier than thou because I'm telling everybody that they need to stay home. It goes, well, this goes, this goes back to Steph Narnia. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace, Steph Narnia. (laughs) What he was saying was like, you have to do it. Like when he was talking to his dad in the book, when he was like, his dad wanted a job at his company. He's like, no, you have to fight through whatever this is. You had a business for years that made no money. You're going to have to go and you legit are going to have to start from the bottom, work your way up. You can't get another sales job like you thought you had. You have to work from the bottom. You have to get a job at Wendy's, McDonald's, Walmart, Starbucks, whatever it may be to start and then get up. And I think that it rings true today. Like people think that they're going to rely on the government to, to pay their bills. Like we legit have have an entire one of the biggest companies in, in the country, Disney, who is trying to to basically help their employees as a PR stunt do their unemployment and even still it's not going through from the majority of people and they're having to wait weeks months to get their unemployment so for those months who's going to pay their bills and I think like you have to you have to make it yourself you can't rely on the big companies you can't rely on the government because it shows from history books that past like Greece Rome Persian Empire, their governments failed. (laughs) Yeah, and the government's basically rooting for itself, and it's trying to make itself the biggest entity in the country, Mm -hmm. as opposed, it doesn't want to help the constituents, not at all. And the fact that you think that shows how simple-minded you are. Yeah, but also shows that that gullible you are. Yeah, like you and I are going to be okay because we know for a fact we have to go out and work, we have to go out and do stuff, we have to make ends meet to be able to to get by, Mm -hmm. but we're going to be able to. And for those out there who don't think so, they're going to keep... Actually, Sheena and I had a, had a conversation here. So I'm going to turn this real quick. We were talking about bankruptcy. And we were talking about how there's a lot of these couples and a lot of people who I personally know, um, and there, there's people that I, that I don't know too, who have been through bankruptcy, who when they, um, when they did it, it was like, it, it's one of the worst things you could ever do. Seven years of your life is wasted where you have to try to build up your credit if you think credit is good. Um, and the fact is, is a lot of those people go back to the same simple habits they had before. They just think they're going to do it better. They're like, oh, I learned from my mistakes, but I'm still going to go back into doing everything I did before. Just I'll be smarter now. And this, the same thing now. Like People have relied on the government thinking they've made the best decisions ever. They're going to continue to do it now even though they're failing us. And then they're going to keep continuing to do it because they don't learn their lesson. You know what? For those people, you're not going to be a success. You're not going to be able to get, live life like you think you would. Like, you're not going to live the American dream. And it's sad to say, but people tend to just go back to their old tendencies no matter what. They will never learn from their mistakes. Yeah. And that's why governments have failed because we refuse to learn from the mistakes of the past yeah. to fix the future. And another thing, I actually had this conversation with a family member. The government 
can't save itself from $23 trillion worth of debt. So if a government can't get itself out of debt, what makes you think that they're going to take care of you? That's simple. Were you the one that posted that this morning? It was, um, I saw a post. Maybe it was from you or somebody else. But it said, it's funny how the government wants to give me a credit score, yet their debt-to-income ratio is way worse than mine. Exactly. That, that <laughs> like, makes no well, sense. $23 trillion, and I'm supposed to believe that you are gonna, you're going to take care of me. It's you know, crazy. Exactly. Oh, man. $23 trillion, I can't even imagine having to pay that. We'll never be able to pay that back. I don't know. I don't know how. I truly think it's going to come to a point where China's going to be like, hey, you owe us. China was not just China, dude. A lot of come. And then there's the Federal Reserve. We owe the most, even more money to the Federal Reserve than we do China. Mm. Yeah, they just tell us about China and Japan and India. and well, I don't know if it's India, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But... There's going to be a World War III just to, just to try to get out of our debt. Well, why do you think the, the country is going to the Federal Reserve so much to help save us? Because that's who we owe the most money to. So it's, it's, it's ridiculous, man. But I definitely, I had that on my heart and I wanted to say it. If we're, we're not all in this together. And people who can work from home, mm-hmm. they're, they're fine either way because you can work from home. So if you're somebody whose job is paying you to stay home, once again, you and me, we're not in this together because you're getting paid no matter what. Mm-hmm. You're not in my boat. You're not a part of a business that had to shut another store down. Mm-hmm. Yep, that happened this week. You know, I told you last week. My job had to shut a store down because there's no money coming in. Yeah. Once again, you're staying at home waiting on a government check. No, we're not in this together. You're getting paid anyway to do your job from home. No, we're not in this together. Mm-hmm. People are suffering. Those of you that are that, you know, hard times, you're dealing with hard times right now because you haven't gotten your check yet and you're struggling to make money. Yeah, bro, broette, we're in this together. We know how you feel. Me and Michael right now, we do Uber Eats almost more than we actually work our jobs. We're in this together. All those of you who are hustling right now, doing Uber Eats, Instacart, Ship, whatever, whatever app you have to do to make sure you're getting paid, we are in this together. Let me ask you a question. Sure. You haven't gotten your checks yet, have you? I haven't gotten my stimulus check. Yeah. And you're still getting by, right? Yeah. Okay. See, that's, that's the thing I think is the issue. People are to the point now, if, if $1,200 changes your life, you didn't have much of life beforehand. Yeah. And you, there, there, that means that there's a bigger issue than just the economy right now. There's a bigger issue than just getting $1,200 from the government at a certain point in time. If you can't afford to get by like, yeah, you know what? There's a lot of people working these plans, especially the Dave Ramsey baby steps. Yeah. And it sucks right now. If you were starting in that time and yeah. this time. Or, I was one of them. It I sucks because then. <laughs> with less money now. It sucks, but then if you're a person that's staying at home, thinking like that twelve hundred dollars when it comes in, oh man, I just got my bills for the next month. Like, you should be out hustling. You should be out working. You get the point now. That twelve hundred dollar check, you can put that in the bank instead of having to pay your bills, because it, it just means that you yourself had an issue. It is not about how much money you had coming in, but it's your lifestyle. I think that 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 was an issue I had too. Is I had too many bills that I had to start paring down because um, like as you know I took a pay cut 
Sheena is not working at the moment. We're trying to get that taken care of. And we've had to do Uber, Shipped, Instacart to bring the, like my paycheck today was just a little over $700. And that's supposed to pay all of this and all of our bills and whatnot. And I've had to, to really bear down on all my sense. So I realized like my lifestyle, what it was, was okay for what I was making. But I had, I've had to pare down big time. And I think that's what a lot of people are going to have to do too. Is they're going to have to stop worrying about other people. Stop worrying about if Brenda from HR is wearing a mask when she goes to work. You need to focus on yourself, your family, your bills, your income, your lifestyle. And figure it out for you. Because if you come out of this whole coronavirus thing having learned nothing about yourself or having changed nothing... I'm sorry. Yeah, crisis is gonna get anywhere. Yeah, crisis reveals who you truly are. Mm-hmm. And like as you can see, crisis doesn't create character; it reveals it. There's so many people I know right now who are out there, who are every day they're off from work. Like, there's a guy I work with. I got him uh, on Instacart. He did in three weeks. He did seventy some odd batches, which is crazy. Hustling. Yeah, because he was like, I have to make money, so he went out and did that. He's doing other things. I respect that. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I have to do this to get by. But before, he was buying lotto tickets and he was going to the casino. Now he's just working, saving money. And it's, it's changed him a lot. Yeah. I'm still I'm still doing the Dave Ramsey thing even though I'm taking less money in. Mm-hmm. I respect that. It's going to... It's going gonna, it's gonna to suck. This COVID thing is going to end eventually. Yeah. Lord knows, depending, depending on... Depending on when the media shuts their mouth. I still believe that those are the two true endings to COVID. The real ending and when the media stops talking about it. I think the real ending is coming in the next week or so. I really do, too. Because we have... It's like 100 degrees out here in Florida. There's no (laughs) way on earth you're going to tell me that COVID is surviving this heat. Yeah. Where where Sheena's family's from. It's even hotter than where we live right now. It's like (laughs) Africa in in El Paso, Texas. There's no way on earth I'm going to believe that COVID is still up in the air. My friend's in Los Angeles. They're talking about how hot it's been. There's no way out there I'm gonna believe that COVID is still in the air. No, I'm not. I'm not believing it one bit. No, no not no. one bit. It's not. Yeah, no. I think I think COVID's probably like you said, probably one more week. But the media is gonna keep talking about this until November third. Mm-hmm. I wonder what's happening in November. <laughs> Bro, my brother's birthday. Your brother's birthday. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're waiting for. You know, it's definitely not gonna be around. In the last Thursday of November, I don't, I don't think we're going to be dealing with COVID back then. No. I, I, I think it's going to end like you know when that election yeah, comes up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, Actually, I kind of hope it drags out till then. You think so? No, it's not. No, 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 no. Trump's going to be like no, that. No, but I truly believe the media is going to keep talking about it. Oh yeah, they're they're going to keep talking about it every day. In fact, if they do those virtual debates, you know CNN is going to bring it up, like President Trump. You know, during that COVID time, you know, that we're, we still haven't stopped talking about. <laughs> you see so. the new press secretary and her response? She's smooth. Did you, well, did you see the one where the press was like, well, before you took your position currently, you said that we have nothing to worry about with the coronavirus. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see that one. Bro, she, the, the, the woman flat out asked the question. She said, before you became press secretary and you were part of President Trump's campaign, you said that the coronavirus, uh, or that, that Trump was going to keep the coronavirus out of the United States. Are you willing to retract your statement right now? She said, oh, I love that you brought up that point because the Washington Post said this, that the coronavirus is, is not anything we need to worry about. The New York Times said that uh, coronavirus is less than the flu. The Washington Post, again, 
CNN. She brought out like she seven out pages. All their and media. Said, Are you guys willing to retract those statements today? Arrest my case. Next question. I'm like, dang. She gave it to him I hard. She, I think. I think she's. Like I, I didn't think I didn't think Sarah Huckabee Sanders was was so bad, no. But they they were very evil towards her. But this 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 new one, she's smooth talking, but she says it in such a way it's like, like even the media is like crap. We can't say nothing. Yeah, Sarah Huckabee was, and and I I hate to say this because this sounds really bad, but it also comes through the attractiveness level of the of the person too. Because this new one, I mean, I do have a have a, a bias. I love blondes. <laughs> but this new press secretary, I love you, baby. <laughs> this new press secretary, like she, when you compare her to Sarah Huckabee, she's like, oh, beautiful. And I think that that helps too with the media, is because not only can you like a beautiful woman, very well accomplished, very well spoken, and very smooth. If they attack her, they're sexist. And that's it. That, that's well, what it boils down to. They definitely attacked uh, Sarah Sanders. They and nobody cared because they're like. Uh, and it's sad to say in our society, it all comes down to, especially with women in, in power, it's all about the attractiveness, too. There's uh, Nikki Freed of, um, somebody said it in our, in our Conceal K group, they're like, I hate Nikki Freed, but she's hot. Comes down to it, they're like, who's Nikki Freed? She's in control of the agriculture and uh, Conceal Carry license. Okay. And she's, she's a far left Democrat. Like, I don't care if they're being in an office because she's hot. That's what a lot of the guys think of in the group. Y'all are idiots. He's a horrible person, but when you have horribleness covered by a pretty outside, people are like, oh, I'm okay with that. Well, the way people usually judge you, I mean, people judge people based on their looks too. Yeah. Like me, I sell supplements, but I have a belly on me. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of ten, people don't think I know what I'm talking about until they start talking to me. And then it's like, oh, man, you know your stuff. Well, you do more so than but most I, people yeah. I know. Actually, everybody I know. <laughs> yeah. But looking at me, people don't think I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I ha- I've, I've had to battle with that the past couple of years, ever since I put on weight due to my injury. Mm-hmm. So I got you, bro. Yeah. And trust me, whatever restaurant you walk into, I guarantee you the prettier waitresses are getting better tips than the, the not so pretty waitresses. Yeah. So that's why, that's why I truly think that that's why she's going to do well. Mm-hmm. And it was a good call, but it's sad that we're at a point where that it's all about looks. Like, mm-hmm. I have to have somebody hot as my running mate because. But dude, it's been that way from from beginning. Mm-hmm. Sex, sex sells, dude. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe wasn't a great actress. No. <laughs> Men still talk about her to this day. I don't find her attractive at all. But of course, I never knew her. I never watched her. So. So yeah. Yeah. But uh, and another thing too, uh, you mentioned it at the beginning of. This recording, Stefan Arneo, author of five books, one of my personal favorite, one of the books that honestly has had a lot of impact in me, on me, the past year. It's probably one of the best books I've ever read. Hard Times Create Strong Men. Passed away yesterday in his battle with cancer. Yeah, and he talks about it a lot too. The how he went fasting in the jungle for like thirty days, <laughs> and his body was cancer free, but. He looks like cancer came back a couple months ago, and it took its toll on him. But that one of my favorite books, and it's one of your favorite books as well, too. It is. I, it was, it's a long book, but it just attests to, to 
facts. Yeah. It's all about, I like what he said there. On the most basic level, like I was talking about with his dad, it's all about basically owning, and it comes back to extreme motorsport too, it's owning your own life. It, like, if you have to provide for a family, get out. sometimes work. you don't have the choice of picking the job. You need a job. Yeah. When it comes to being a better person, sometimes you just need to, you need to suck it up sometimes. Like last night, I could have, I could have helped myself a little better and I could have held myself back. And it's, and it's all about learning to be a better man. Yeah. And he said too, like, he also called this whole COVID thing. Oh yeah. He said, he said the year 2020, hard times are coming. And, um, and the thing too was that, yeah. And he, he talked a lot about too, like men, you know, we, we put so much emphasis on happiness in our culture and he's like, no, men aren't supposed to be happy. Men are supposed to go do their work. Who cares about your happiness? Do your work. Yep. Um, yeah, it's just when I found out this morning, it is Friday. What's today's date? The eighth. And I just found out about this this morning that really Steph and Arneo passed away. Yesterday. I saw it last night and I was like, I should call Ricky. But yeah, that's I why I called you this were. morning, but I didn't know if you were asleep yet. But Did you yeah. called me this morning? Yeah, I called you this morning. I didn't get a phone call. I was also dead ass asleep. Yeah, that's why I figured you were, you were asleep. Oh, he did. When 8.47 this morning. Yep. When I found out, I was like, man, he might be, he might still be awake. But yeah, it was quite, I mean, if you have not read Hard Times Create Strong Men, you need to, period. I don't, I don't care it's what you book. think about books on masculinity. Some, some guys find books on masculinity boring. I don't know why. But it is a book everybody should read. If you're a female and all, Every male that wants to date you is a soy boy. Tell them all, listen, if you want to date me, you need to read Hard Times Create Strong Men by Stefan Arneo. Even if you're not going to give the guy a date, tell him I'll date you if you read that book first. I guarantee you he will become a better man. He might even be dateable by the end of the book. What do you think, Michael? I think, no, you're completely right. And I think a lot of people, a lot of um, women think that they can't learn about, about men too yeah. well they, that they know everything they need to mm-hmm. but uh, it's like you were talk, talking about today that one guy who's who's super like super gay but against the L, uh, LGBTQ yeah it's just all about even even if you you have different preferences or whatnot I think it just comes down to you need to be a better man yeah and you still need to be a man mm-hmm. not a male you know and look look at our, our government the shutdowns it's easy it is easy to keep everything shut down. But it's going to take a man to look at opening things back up and getting us back to where we need to be. You got a bunch of males in charge that aren't men. Tell people to stay inside. That's a bitch move. That's not a real man. I'm sorry. I don't care if your city has a mayor who's a lawyer, a doctor. I don't care if he has a PhD. That's that's a bitch move. Forcing people against their will to tell them that they have to stay home and shut everything down. Mm-hmm. A real man is like, okay, we're going to lose some people. We're going to take a hit here, but we got to keep on going. We got to march through. We got to fight through. Because we don't have a lot of men in these elected positions. We got a lot of smooth talkers. That I'll give to you. Mm-hmm. You got to convince people to vote for you. But that still doesn't make you a man. I mean, come on. We had eight years of bitch under Barack. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Biden. And Biden. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Lord knows where Biden's mind was during those eight years. He doesn't even know where he's at right now. No, he doesn't. 
He doesn't even know who that woman is he's trying to sue him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bush wasn't that much of a man either. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he came out and Trump had to... I have to look at it. Trump had an attack. It said something about Trump. It was, it was, Bush. yeah, it was one of those times where Trump really needed to just shut up, though. Really, I, it wasn't a bad message from Bush, but Trump, Trump is going to be Trump no matter what. Yeah, Trump, Trump definitely is. Mm. But it wasn't a bad. I, I don't know if it was a tweet or something, but it was, it was, it wasn't. It was kind of a unifying message. Now, did I believe it? No, it's George W. Bush. No, but like I said, Trump, Trump could have just put his phone down there. Mm. He didn't really have to. No, yeah. Trump is Trump. (laughs) Another thing that I want to talk about, I've wanted to talk about for a while, but have you ever heard of the one degree principle? No, I've never heard of that. Okay. So it's a really cool concept where basically uh, pilots, whenever they're flying, they have to be super precise with the degree. Basically, the point where they're flying, if they are one degree off while they're flying, they end up in an entirely different state or two states over. Because one degree over a period of time and as you know like straight as the one degree at some point when you veer off you end up somewhere to the right or to the left or completely different from where you need to be and um, it's something that the reason why I found it was I have these uh, topics in my Notion app I want to talk about and I forgot about the one degree principle oh. but I think it applies today because um, as you know I'm trying to learn how to code at the moment Yes. Something I've always wanted to do. I never took the time to do it. So I, I talked to Sheena, and I made a $120 purchase for uh, $120 a year purchase for a subscription to learn how to code. And I'm full on into it. Love every minute of it. And I think that during this time when we're, during this coronavirus time, I think people need to take the time to get off of like we were talking about before. Get off Netflix. Get off Hulu. Get off Disney Plus. Because Disney sucks anyways. Uh until they reopen and get my wife their her job back. They suck. Yeah, Disney. <laughs> um, but yeah, they... People need to, like, get off of Netflix and just take some time to learn something new. Read a book. Read Hard Times Great Strongman. Fantastic book. Learn how to code. Learn something different. Start writing. I know a lot of people who are, are poets or who are creative writers or who are journalists who are in a completely different field but want to transition. Like, this is your time to start a blog to start a, a YouTube channel, do whatever. I started another podcast. And it's just about starting something, even as simple as, as learning one thing a week. I think Harvard is giving out free classes, as well as um, MIT. MIT as well. If you can take one of those classes and learn something new that might get you a new job, or at least another part-time job or contract work, mm-hmm. if you learn something now, on the most basic level, just learn one small part of it, and do that every week. Come a year from now, two years from now, you might be in a completely different field making double what you make now. Bro, no lie. Because of all those free free classes, I'm brushing up on my algebra. Mm-hmm. There's like free math courses. And I suck that algebra. Listen, I suck oh, that math, period. Give me the iPad, baby. Where's the iPad? I think it's over there. I got to show you this, bro. Oh, show it to me. But show you this app that might have you spending an extra $120 this year as I'm trying to avoid making eye contact with Felicia. <laughs> yeah, our wives are here, everyone who's listening. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to share with me. That means he's going to share with all of you who, who are listening right now. Yeah, so there's this app called Brilliance. I was watching a YouTube guy named Ali Abdal. He's a doctor. Okay. And he has a YouTube channel on productivity. He rates apps on he iPad Pros. He does all, all, all the above. 
And I found this app called Brilliant. Brilliance? Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. And basically, they have so many different courses, all the way from logic to neural networks, mathematic fundamentals. They have number theory, pre-algebra. Okay. Uh, probability. What was the one I found today? It was they have quantum computing. The hell? So like literally, they have courses on quantum computing. You go in there, you take it, and it's really smooth in how you do it. You'll take little quizzes. They'll teach you about whatever it is. They have like interactive uh, sections where you can like basically like a really cool kind of course. No, uh, let me see. Let me see. I might be able to find it for you. Like. Mm. Oh, sorry, that app right there. Br. It's brilliant with a T at the end. Oh, okay. This one to yeah. the left. Okay. Overall, that this app, I got the seven day trial. Okay. And I kind of liked it, which is how I'm learning how to code. Because legitimately, I have my courses on here. And um, right now, I'm in, I'm in algorithm fundamentals. And I'm learning about how different algorithms uh, play in, in the computing world. And I think this is something that people may have not even known about, maybe an underrated app. I just happened to come across it, and I freaking love it. I spent when we went to Chick Fil A, I made her drive so that I could I could learn a little bit while I was on the way there. And uh, I was one hundred and twenty. That's still pretty cheap. Yeah, I wish I wish we were sponsored by these guys, but legitimately, one hundred twenty dollars a year to even try this out. So uh, I had a thing with Sheena. I wanted to buy it, but we didn't want it to come out of the out of out of our our funds. So I. I did two nights of Uber to pay for this. So I was like, until I get that money, I have to, I can't get it yet. And I was, I was still in my free trial. So I made the money. I bought it, transferred money to our account. So it was basically like I got it just for two nights of work with Uber. Like people can go do that, make that money in two nights. Yeah, because Skillshare is a lot of like YouTube and Instagram. and mm. But this looks like it's truly like wants to make you brilliant. It does. And it's like even uh, the... So he's a doctor. He just wants to... This is a cool app if you want to learn something new. Like, I'm excited. When I get done with the computing, I'm going to try to go into Python. And I want to go into um, quantum computing. So that way I can learn into how computers are made up and how like even hacking takes place. I th I'm, I'm pretty sure that's, that's the field that I would be in. But it's, it's even a cool thing just to brush up on your, on your fundamentals when it comes to mathematics, science, whatever you can think of. Awesome. Brilliant app. You heard it first here, everyone. Yeah. I love this thing, man. Like, I spend every minute that I can on this thing. And so I used to leave my iPad here with Sheena because she loves to draw on Procreate. Fantastic artist. Um, but I had to start. So we have days that we have a custody agreement with this thing where I can take it to work one night and then the next night I have to give it to her. Oh. And yeah, it's, it's pretty. Yeah, we fight over this thing. See, I might just have to go buy a new iPad. Just see, like luckily me and Felicia, we have our own iPad, so we don't have to fight over anything, right, honey? My wife doesn't want to say a word right now. She is like super duper I'm quiet. I'm taking a teacher um, panel quiz, and I get thirty bucks when I'm done. So oh, I'm making Ooh. money. She's making money. Yes, I like. Take it. all the teacher panels you want. Honey. <laughs> one every like quarter. Okay, good. <laughs> Oh man, Ricky's like, oh, that's that's good money if you do one an bucks. hour. It's thirty bucks an hour, exactly. Shoot. But yeah, that that was one thing I wanted to share with people because I think like, legitimately, if you can just do something today, something one thing different, learn something new in a, in a different field, if you can just start writing a resume.
for what you job you think you want or whatever it is, like do that in just one degree. That's all the pilots need to get completely off course. Mm-hmm. And that's why some planes go missing because something happens in the mechanics that cause the plane to just get off by one or two degrees. And instead of ending up in Canada, they're in England or Antarctica or wherever it may be. So yeah, that that's what I wanted to say. Awesome. Oh, is there anything else we need to talk about today? Anything that uh, that we need to rant on before we go? That dude that got shot. What dude? That that black guy that got shot by two guys in Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's all over the news right now. I have seen those, and yeah. I don't know how I feel about it because I don't know the whole backstory. Yeah. So I could be wrong. So maybe fill me in mm-hmm. on where I'm missing. Well, you you know the media is turning it into a racial thing. Yeah, that's all I see from people. Is I see posts mm-hmm. from LeBron James, from from the yeah. actor from um. Um, hey, it's Jess. What's that show? Um, New Girl. Okay. One of the uh, the guy who plays Winston, he posted something. He's like, uh, "Hold up, I'm getting a phone call." Oh, we're still recording. Good. Um, he he posted something about oh, it's it's a, it's an attack from white people. Yeah. Like white. You know Hollywood is gonna jump on it. Um, I I just want to say this, from everything I've seen. Like I said, the media is going to play the racial card. It just is what it is. Half of the black, my black friends automatically saying it's racism. I'm not defending what those two men did because what they did was wrong. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm saying is we don't know that it was because of racism. Because from what it looked like, from what the evidence looked like too, there was a phone call of a possible burglary in some houses that weren't even up. So, the black guy did have every right to defend himself, and he did. I mean, come on, a guy came out with a with a gun pointed at him. So the only thing I'm saying is this, guys. I mean, minorities are gonna scream racism. I'm not because we don't know the whole story. Those two guys just could have been stupid for all we know, because there are dumb ass people. Even out if there. it was racism, if just because two people are complete racist, bigots, homophobes, whatever you might want to call it. Doesn't mean that all, all white pe- that it doesn't mean that all white people are racist and no. all white people are going to shoot we, we a had, black guy who's running. We had a black guy here the other day that stabbed his family two days ago out in, the, out in this parking lot out here. Does that mean he hates families? No. Does that mean every single black male in this country hates their family? Yeah. No. I'm not going to assume that. So why are you going to assume yeah. because two white guys killed a black guy? Did they, did they kill him? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Dude, they caught it. And there was a third guy in a car behind that recorded the whole thing. I saw the video. Wow. I'm not going to lie. It's, it was bad. Brutal. Yeah. Um, I mean, rest in peace. And I feel bad for him. Yeah, family. I feel bad for him, too. But, like, the, as always, the media is making it a racial thing. And, like I said, dude, half my black friends are like, see, this is racism. We're running and we're, like I said, it's wrong. And another thing that's wrong, too, is that they waited two months to arrest the guys. Because... The, it was a father and son, and the father was a policeman, so oh. he knew everybody. Mm. So they let it slide. So once, so and it was wrong. The DA they should have been arrested right after it happened. But like I said, I know I don't know how many minorities listen to this, but guys, n- pushing the race card right now, it's probably a better idea to wait until we see what truly happened. You know, like I said, from looking at the video. You can't hear what was going on, but yeah, the guy ran to him, and the, the the guy was even avoiding trying to avoid the the truck that was standing in the middle of the road. What those two guys did was wrong. 
that was, there's no doubt about it. It was wrong. But I'm not going to scream racism. Let's see what happens. Because, like I said, those two guys could have just been been stupid. There are a lot of stupid people out there. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of stupid people out there. So, you know, like I said, I look at things different. I'm not automatically going to start screaming racism or posting racism, racism, racism. No, because mm-hmm. you don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Um, like I said, these two guys, it looked like they could have been possibly trying to make a citizen's arrest, too. And like I said, the guy happened to be black. So hey, we should believe all black people and we should believe all women. So Joe Biden should definitely be in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole double standard. Yeah. I wish journalism so like was said, like it's, it used to be. It, 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 it was sad, though, what happened. I gotta check it out. I haven't seen that story yet. So back back when um they actually I, I had saw to like tell some the truth, but <laughs> journalism. Well, where they would wait, like they would say, "Here's breaking news. This is what has happened. We will do more investigation to see what is the truth behind the story." Then a day later, they come out and they're like, "Oh, this is what happened," mm-hmm. and they have all the facts. Oh. Now they try to be the first one out there. Oh, this happened. Oh, a white guy killed a black guy. A black guy killed a white guy. It was racism. Like. Yeah. Right. And, no. and, and these journalists get to speak their opinions now too. You shouldn't speak your opinion until you speak the facts of what happened first. No, it's just like Jay, Jay Leno. When mm-hmm. he was on, he kept his politics out of it. Like you can I, I thought he was a he was a, a left a left leaning guy. Mm-hmm. Come find out he's not. He's more right more right leaning than he is left. Mm-hmm. But you would never know because he would joke around about it. He'd make fun of both sides of the parties. Mm-hmm. He'd make fun of everybody and everything. Mm-hmm. It, in a loving way and that's why people like them and nowadays it's just like your opinion is always all that matters yep quite sad feelings over facts yep <laughs> yeah man uh, I think I'm gonna have to start clearing up because I have a game night that I'm supposed to be hopping on okay awesome well, yeah. <sighs> short and sweet it was a pleasure Today's brother episode. yep and we had Fat Kid Friday before we even started recording. We, we did Chick-fil-A, although I have got some grilled nuggets in there that I'm ready to tear into. You try those grilled nuggets from Chick-fil-A? No, I have yet to have a grilled nugget from Chick-fil-A. I'll let you have one. I've been, I've been told like by like 10 different people that I need to try Chick-fil-A's grilled nuggets. So my friend Melissa, she's gluten-free, so she can't eat all that they have there. Like, like she the can eat the fries. Stuff, yeah. yeah, so she would get grilled nuggets. And the one I was like, I'll try it. They're pretty freaking good. Of course, they're, they're probably still not the healthiest, but they're healthier than most of the items are on the menu. Okay, I'll try so, one. Just because you're vegan doesn't mean... <laughs> <laughs> like you were saying earlier, man. I'm not even vegan. I just, <laughs> I just ate vegan fat kid food today. Mm, sounds delicious. Yes, if you live in the Tampa area and you are a vegan, three dot dash is bomb. I'm just going to lay that out there. Okay. All right, brother. Good recording. Pleasure. Until next time, everyone. This is Ricky. This is Mike. And we just had a serious conversation. Yeah. Peace, y'all.